Hey there, beautiful people. We are back. It's been over two months. It's been a long time. <laughs> yeah, it's been way too long. It's been a, it's a bit of a bit of a mad year so far. So uh, this is Michael and Colleen. I'm Colleen. And we are doing Lot Lot Pod once again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we. I think the last one we did was right before Christmas. Did we not do one after? I don't know. I thought it's we did one so in January. Was it? I think we did because we took a hiatus um, around the around the holidays, and then we decided to come back and say, "Hey, we're shortening it down to like twice a month." Yeah. I wanted it once a month, but then you said twice a month, yeah. <laughs> which I knew I should have said nope. <laughs> mhm. Got to give the people what they want. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> it's been yeah. It's been a it's been a bit of a crazy year so far. <laughs> um. So I think we'll we'll share some of that. Of what's going on and what we've been doing and how we've been navigating yeah. this mess. Mm-hmm. So just to catch you, catch you guys up, fill you in, uh, we started this. Oh, I don't even know when we started it, but we've done about twelve episodes yeah. or something like that so far. Um, lot lot pod stands for little of this, little of that uh, podcast, and then we started doing them live streaming on Facebook. But then we knew that we couldn't really keep it for ourselves to go back and reference to or to share them like it was just on facebook only we couldn't do anything else so we decided to do a youtube channel but we've talked about lots of different things about renting and owning rv to alcoholism to um, eating disorder to uh, being married for 10 years mm -hmm. um so just a lot of different yes and... lots of lots of different things and um, that's why it's a little of this a little of that there's really no set topic it's a uh, or genre i yeah. guess it's Just whatever we everything. really kind of want <laughs> to talk about. And we will bring on people so we can spread the spread the knowledge and yes, wisdom. Yes, we do want mental health. We have a nurse there. come in. Yeah, so we'll have, we'll have more people later on down the line. Mm -hmm. So we have uh, just a, a wider yeah. perspective on this path that we call life. We um, Our last one we did, we, we told everybody that we were going to be full-time RVing. Um, in the next year. So that's still, that's still a big, huge plan of ours. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's, you know, so we had a, our, that was our last one and we had some goals that we're setting for ourselves to get prepared for this lifestyle change. And, uh, we've already been kind of pushed back on one of those goals. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just kind of been, you know, this being one of them. Yes. It's yeah. just kind of, uh, go with the flow, see what happens. So it's still ultimately our goal, but we don't know how long it's going to take. We're still hoping for a year, but there's just so many things that keep coming at us, you know, with, uh, whether it's good or bad, yeah. you know, it's just a, it's a, yes. a test of our resolve, whether we want to really continue with it or not. I think mm -hmm. I feel like that's what it is. Yeah. So we, our first, <clears throat> our first goal was to buy my father's house. Cause we live in my father's house to buy the house and be able to uh, like to, um, rehab it kind of like make it better and, and then resell it. But because we're self-employed, it's harder for us to get what we want loan-wise because of the numbers that it looks like on taxes and things. So we um, had to wait till our taxes got done, and we're trying to w wait that game out now and figure out what we're going to then be able to do after that. <laughs> yeah. so it's, or even push back a little. Yeah, a lot of it depends on Thanks. other people's stuff. The stuff that we want to get away from. <laughs> out of our control. Yeah. Exactly. The stuff that we really don't want to deal with anymore. So... Yeah. So that's kind of where we're at at the moment. Yeah. So let's let's 
give these wonderful people a little insight into how the year kicked off. Well, <clears throat> we did do one in January because I was just getting better from the flu. The year started off with me having the flu. I mean, it could even start before then with, you know, I mean, things always happen. Mm -hmm. But to start off 2019, I rolled in with the flu and I was like on my deathbed for like a week. Quote, and it was if the kids get this, they're going to die. <laughs> I literally said that because I was like, this is legit. This is <clears throat> Yeah. There's no way that they would survive this. It was, yeah. <laughs> it was bad. It was rough. It I mean, rough. I don't, I don't consider myself, um, like a, like the the toughest person ever. But I don't also think that I am a very weak person. Yeah. So yeah, no, it was no, and sure. I was, I was mm, down. That was bad. <clears throat> I don't want to do that again. That wasn't fun. I hope you don't, because <laughs> it made a lot more work for me. <laughs> I mean, I really didn't recover for like three weeks. It was like a week full blown flu, but then your body coming back from that took at least two more weeks after that for yeah, me was, to be full, full me again. It was a rough couple of weeks for sure. Yeah, it like was just cray yeah, cray. between you being sick and then trying to take care of the kids. Yes, it just like, gives you oh, it gives God. you a new Welcome respect. Welcome to my life. <laughs> gives you a new gives me a new respect <laughs> yes. for what. Yes. But the, the good thing about it is I was able to be present and yeah. I feel like if I was. If I was still drinking, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have been able to handle that yeah. as well as I did. Yeah. As well oh, as for I sure. Like <clears throat> I wouldn't have been as comfortable with you handling everything <laughs> as I was if you were still drinking. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that worked out well. Uh huh. For sure. So that was the first challenge. The first challenge. Yep. And then. And then my father fell down the stairs. He this he wanted to <laughs> see what the quickest way down the stairs was, and <laughs> he dove. He went head first. Yeah. He um, literally like fell on the food that he had in his arms. Like so, he fell and they were. He was still on top of his arms, were underneath him. Didn't try to save himself. No, it was to save all food. over the place. And we were sleeping. Well, I was in bed and he was sleeping. And actually, and the loud noise of my father falling down the stairs um, actually <laughs> caused him to wake up. And which so I normally don't wake up for anything. No. Like a, a grenade could go off next to bed and I might right. twitch, but that'd be about it. And it was it was like almost every single stair was hit. That's what it sounded like. Like it was just every single stair. And there's twelve total. And it's right next to the back door. So he walks in the back door and then you go down the stairs and that's where his whole um area is. And Michael woke up and said, What was that? And I go, That was my father falling down the stairs. Like I had I knew that was what it was. Like I hadn't seen it, but I just knew that was what it was. And then I'm sitting there just on my phone still. He's like, well, are you going to go check on him? And I'm like, really? really? <laughs> so terrible. Because yeah. I just figured he was just probably a little intoxicated and missed the footing. I mean, I've seen you do it many times. Mm -hmm. I wasn't really. Still do it sober. Yeah, I really wasn't worried. I was just kind of like, well, there was kind of a lot of stairs that were sounded there. So maybe it should be mm. checked on. And then, lo and behold, I, I go to the top of the stairs, and there he is, like, dead man pose, like, at the bottom of the stairs. You know, the chalk outline that they always have in the movies. <laughs> That's like, like naked pose. gun. Yes. Yep. Naked and I was gun. like, oh, dear. And he was unresponsive. So then we had to call the ambulance, and they had to come, and it was a whole thing. And then he was admitted into ICU and ended up having... Uh, being DKA, which is uh, diabetic ketoacidosis. No, that's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you first said, "I like what? He doesn't want to be resuscitated." No, no, no. Don't bring him back. No, his uh, he's got he's got the sugars. 
He's got the diabetes. That's <laughs> the sugars. He's got the <laughs> he's, been, he's had it for a while, and he hasn't really taken care of it too well. And uh, so he was feeling off already. And then on top of a, a couple beers, made him really hit the stairs. Jacked them up. Yeah. And then so he was in ICU um, for four days. Yeah. Well, was... ICU for a couple days and then admitted to just trauma. So that that was days. the second week of January. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it was sickness, just kind of getting over the sickness. Yes. Pat jumps down the stairs. <laughs> and then... Pat was going back and forth from a hospital home every single day. <clears throat> so he had... Two or three times a day. What, what, were the, what was the extent of it? What? The injuries was... Oh, he had, he had three a... broken ribs on the left side. He had... Fractured eye Fractured socket. eye, his occipital... Not occipital. Mm -hmm. Ocular. Oh, okay. Is it ocular? Occipital's in the back. Ocular, I guess it is. I'm thinking whatever your eye socket, but um, and then he had um, a collapsed lung. A collapsed lung. That's right. And it was, I know collapsed lung sounds terrible, but it was not a bad collapsed lung. Yeah. <laughs> like it was as like as far as that goes, the yeah. rib had punctured <clears throat> the outer lining, is what they said, of the lung, which caused air to leak into this space between the lung and the and the outer layer. And that's what caused the most pain. Or and it, it repairs itself, which is right. All of it, it repairs of it. itself, yeah. which really Didn't sucks for him because or... he wanted something done bad. Yeah. <laughs> Fix me. He's like, you can't do anything for these ribs. So he was in he was in pretty bad shape for about a month. Yeah. After he's, getting home, he's really just now coming around. Yeah. Full. full yes. Tilt. Yeah, he was down there trying to move a cabinet or something. I was like, you need any help? I'm like, nope. I'm like, okay. Every time he goes down the stairs now, I was like, careful now. So, yeah. That was, uh, that was, uh, that was a crazy one. Yeah. For sure. So that, that was black and blue. Some more mm -hmm. drama. Mm -hmm. And then. And then my. four days after that. My cousin Scotty was in Syria. Um, working for the Department of Defense, and um, there was a suicide bomber, and he was KIA, killed in action. Mm -hmm. So that was hard. That was hard-hitting for our family, big time, because he, uh, he was the invincible one, as we all said. And my cousin said it very good. I have, like, 55 cousins, just so you know. <laughs> so there's a bunch of us. But um, one of our cousins that's really close with him, you know, said it really well in an interview um, that he had the heart of a teddy bear, um, but he was like, no, he was the biggest teddy bear, teddy bear, but he was like invincible to us, yeah. and he was a just total badass, but yes. the heart of a teddy bear, exactly. Yep. So um, that was really that was tough because it was unexpected. Um, he didn't have a fan, like he didn't have a wife, didn't have any kids. This was his this was his life. So. It's comforting to know that he was doing something he really, really loved and um, most likely would want to go in the uh, way. It was amazing how you guys all, like, it, it was a process from from when he got home to when he actually had the yes. ceremony was three weeks. Right. So, but in, three in, that, weeks. In, that, yeah. in that time was, it was pretty, like, being an outsider looking in, just mm -hmm. seeing everybody, how everybody came together yeah. and just the, the love and the... The amount of dedication to each yes. other was pretty amazing. It was, it was how cool. everybody stepped up in their own way mm -hmm. and how we all came together and supported each other and our family, um, my aunt and uncle, you know, that are Scotty's um, stepmom and, and dad. Like it, I mean, it's just, it was, it made me feel happy to know that I would be, I was, I was going to be okay. Like I was yeah. like, 
we weren't doing this alone. And if something were to ever happen, I know that my family has my back. Like, I mean, that was, uh, Scotty was an exceptional person, um, in our family because he was a Navy SEAL and he did a lot of, a lot of amazing things, uh, for our country and for all of us. Um, so it was amazing to see the, the whole country and the city and the town and the family all together and come together for, for this man. And, um, it was just amazing and beautiful to even be a part of and to be classified as somebody in his family tree. Yeah. <laughs> be like, that was like, <clears throat> it was, yeah, yeah, it was like every part of it was all the mm -hmm. It from, really was. From the, the transfer, mm -hmm. the dignified transfer from the airport to like you had president Trump was right there saluting and all these different dignitaries. And then from there coming here and the just complete just strangers. Go, going from the yep. airport to the, to the um, funeral home was just, mm -hmm. yeah, just, it was unreal. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was uh, emotional. It was beautiful. It was outstanding. It was, I mean, I applaud America on that one. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you've ever seen the, the movie American Sniper, um, at the end when they showed uh, the um, the procession from the... Yes. From the funeral footage. home From the funeral yeah. home to the burial site or mm -hmm. to the, the barracks where they get buried. Yep. buried. Um, that was... Uh, it was the same as that. There was firefighters on every overpass. There were people stopped at the side of the road, yep. uh, saluting and hands on the heart, and mm -hmm. it was unreal. And then the actual ceremony itself was, whew. yeah, it was it was beautiful. It was uh, that was like movie. It was like a movie. I mean, every time because you know the seals they have their own thing that they do. They take off their seal uh, crest, whatever it is, pin. And they, the trident. the trident, thank you. They stamp it into the coffin and they do it like two at a time. And they do these rows, like, I mean, like specific rows on the coffin. So everything is in place and looks very military, like it was mm. done professionally. And every time they come up and they slap their hand on the coffin or their, you know, fist on the coffin to bang that trident into the, in there. Um, I just felt like I hear like a, like an anvil, like a hammer hitting an anvil. Like yeah. it was like movie, like. I was like ready for sound effects and mm -hmm. it was just like and then every time it was like oh right into yeah, your heart too one. like and then the, they turn around and salute yes. the parents and you're like ah it's Jesus a, it's a it was unreal that alone is like a fan like that is something that I I mean that it's gonna be amazing to be a part of mm -hmm. you know like the the love that they show for each other that brotherhood that they have that um you know amount of respect for each other yeah that alone too is just and it absolutely Ooh. pissed rain the whole time yes pissed rain yes and mm -hmm. but then meeting some of the guys then afterwards they, oh yeah it was yeah it was pretty cool you can see why they all stick together yeah and like they the, have each other's back one of the guys johnny even reached out to us and mm -hmm. called to see what was up yep. see how things were going that was pretty cool it was yeah and then one of the guys that was on the on the bus with us coming back to to the drop-off point um Colleen was telling him about Porig. We're, we're watching the oh God, the buds, yeah. the buds training, and the boys are all out there doing the push-ups and and uh, in the pissing the rain. And Porig walks in. He's like, "How many push-ups are they doing?" And we're like, "Hundreds, yeah, hundreds, <laughs> more than you can even think." So I asked him, "How many can you do?" He's like, "I don't know, like 12. He's <laughs> like, "Well, let's see what you got." I'm like, "No, I don't want to." <laughs> so well, I'll tell you what. Whatever, however many you do, I'll double it. And I was thinking, yeah, 12, double 12 yeah. would be easy. 
So he goes, drops down and knocks out 27 push-ups and then stands <laughs> over me and counts every rep along the way. 51. Doubled. Come on, 52. <laughs> so Colin was telling that story to um, a couple of the Navy SEALs that were on the on the bus with us and uh, they were impressed by it. And then when we got, when we got off the bus, one of the guys, AJ, yeah. um, took his took his pin off, took his mm-hmm. trident off and put it on Pork. On it was so awesome. Yeah, it was it was a pretty cool moment. I was like, Oh my gosh. You bastard, you just indoctrinated him. I go, I go, Is this your is this your goal to try and like, you know, recruit? And you're like, Hey, you know, we all start somewhere And I was like, Well, what a great memory though. Like if I I mean, if he goes and says, you know, I went to, you know, my mom's cousin, which is his like cousin once removed, I guess, um, you know, went to his, you know, funeral with all these Navy SEAL guys and one of them gave him their trident you know, pen. Like if that's a memory for him to stick with him for the rest of his life and that's mm. what gets him to do what he, you know, feels like is like what he needs to do. I mean, I will just be like, it gives me chills thinking about it now. Yeah. You know, it's pretty cool. It was, it was awesome. Yeah. So that was, so out of something that was so tragic for our family, it was really beautiful. It was, but it was a long, very long process. Mm. And we all wanted to do something or help some way because we just didn't know what to do. And there was really nothing we could do because the military does everything for you. Like, and for our family, for my Aunt Fran and Uncle Dave, like they did everything for them. And so we were just trying to figure out what we could do. And so all of us cousins came together. We got together and we had a great time Um, one night, just, you know, bonding and reminiscing and, you know, hugging each other because we all just felt like we needed to be together. And that was a few days after everything had happened. And then we knew he wouldn't be home for a week or so. So then my Aunt Fran and Uncle Dave then took time to you know do like group sessions because we knew the funeral and the wake were going to be so big that they may not even be able to have time for us so then she and dave were like we want to have a time alone with just you guys and so all of us cousins got together again like a week later with my aunt fran and uncle dave and we're able to have time with them and talk to them and get everything you know like and just be able to hug them because we weren't able to until that time because we weren't going to be together and then it was, then it was the transfer and then it was, you know, I don't, I don't know. There was just things that happened over and over again. And it was exactly 21 days mm-hmm. yeah, that we went to Jefferson Barracks and yeah, were at the burial. It was, was quite the experience. Yeah. So that was a long, and that was a, a tough one. So yeah, that so was, that was January. Yeah. So <laughs> we're, we're up to about the middle of February now. January. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was. This may have been my birthday. My birthday was February 20th. She went out to Florida then. And then I went to Florida afterwards, and I just thought that my plane was going to crash. I really <laughs> did. I was like, everything else has happened up to this point. I'm like, what? I mean, oh, I know what it was. So we were getting ready for Orla's birthday. It was February 10th. But right after we had done everything with Scotty, then we had, Pori got really sick. And he was, like, sick for a whole night and was, like, throwing up repeatedly every hour. And I was like, of course he is. Of course he's sick. Of course he's vomiting every freaking hour. And then we were supposed to have Orla's party the next day on her birthday, which was a Saturday. And, or maybe two days later. And my friends... I mean, if you, if you have a tribe, it's, it's amazing thing because they came together and they were like, what can we do to help you? We know you've gone through a lot of crap. You guys have been going through a lot of crap and you have this party coming up. I was like, oh, I still have a day. It's fine. I'll be fine. I got a day. And then the poor got sick. And then they were like, okay, we're going to ask again, what can we do? And I was like, all right, honestly, if you could make a cake and if you could bring some stuff to make my house look like it's going to have a party, like 
And they did. They stepped it up, man. They did. That's and it cool. was it was awesome. <clears throat> and it was a great party. Yeah. <laughs> Worked out well. <laughs> Absolutely. I can't thank them enough for that one. That was really cool. Um, and then it was my birthday, which was uneventful and 34. You know, what do you do about nothing? <laughs> Just another yeah. year, another day. You made it. <laughs> cool. See you tomorrow. And then, like I said, went to Florida for nationals, um, national dance team competition. And that was, uh, that was, like I said, I was expecting the plane to go down because I just thought, I was like, well, that's why I told Michael, I was like, so I just want to tell you that I love you very much. And (laughs) (laughs) please know that I want my body uh, cremated and ashes um, into a urn that can plant a tree. And (laughs) And I told her that tree would probably die because (laughs) this woman cannot keep a plant alive if she was paid I to try. Do it. I kill succulents, which is like apparently Impossible. very hard. Yeah. <laughs> Killed a cactus once. <laughs> These things survive Amazing. in the desert. <laughs> Amazing. It's a negative energy. But what all, <laughs> we had. <laughs> they get over the course of those six, eight weeks, whatever it was, it was you just think, Okay, so this is like this is the struggle. Mm-hmm. This is the struggle. It's gotta start leveling out here soon. And then kinda making its way back to normality getting back to somewhat yeah. sanity and i don't know then you just you look at it and you think well this is life like this, this yeah. is how you experience life i think it was um interesting because i had never had anything like that happen before like yeah. boom 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 you know like just just kept on coming mm-hmm. and i um and why i said to myself one day and i said i can either look at this as these are things that are happening to me this is happening to me, like, and be like, why is this happening to me? Oh my God, pity, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. Instead, I was like, what can I learn from this? What are these challenges helping me learn? And I was really proud of myself for doing that. It was hard. It was very hard to do. Oh yeah, because it's pretty easy was... to take the path of least exactly. resistance and just be miserable. Exactly. It takes work to be happy. And so, I uh, yeah, I was like, what can I learn from this? And you said... What did I say? You said you look at these situations and what what was the the big thing you you needed support. Mm-hmm. It was receiving support, and I am I I think I showed that even with the birthday party. Like I was like, no, it's fine, it's fine. You know, it's like whatever, I'll I'll get it together. And then it was kind of like, okay, yes, I need to I need help. I need to I be need able to, to ask for help. Yes, yeah. yeah. And that was, and they also <laughs> when we first talked about it though, I was like. um, preventative care because it was like flu that could have been prevented you know diabetes um ketoacidosis you know kind of thing my dad falling on the stairs i was like that could have been prevented it's all preventative care issues i was like we need preventative care (laughs) i think that looking back at it for me it just you you see you end up seeing the best in people when when you have adversity like that you end up seeing who are your real friends and you end up seeing who in your family are are yeah. in it for everybody else mm-hmm. and not just for themselves and right. yeah so I don't know I, I feel like it I saw the best in a lot of people that I didn't really know yeah um and I got to know them a lot better mm-hmm. over the course of the, the the trials and tribulations yeah but it's part of it as well as to be able to when you're going through all that shit to be able to be present and actually feel all the things that are going on which for me I can't even imagine what it was like for you guys mm-hmm. but I was emotional yeah. through most of that stuff as well yeah. just because 
I was actually able to be present and actually able to fully experience my emotions. Yeah. Which I'd never done before. Right. I, I could, just yeah. killed them all. You were probably just drunk the whole time. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. guess. I'm so happy that you were able to be present because I needed you present. I mm. needed a bad God. Yeah. Because it was, it was confusing. And because, you know, like, the, everything was confusing, you know, but it was just, it was hard. And it was a lot of emotion to deal with, even for myself, too. And, um, yeah. I don't know. I <laughs> it, was, like, it was hard. It was. <laughs> like I was saying, it was but hard. It, it also gives you... <laughs> still struggling from it. It gives you a, a deeper perspective on... And you hear it's so cliche, but you get a deeper perspective on what's really important. And like, yeah. Because we get so wrapped up in all the, the bullshit of what's the next car I'm going to get and yeah. how much stuff can I get and the house needs to be fixed up and blah de blah de blah I'm like it's that's uh, yeah. not, not that important yeah like the yeah one of the best things I could have done was that um, I did this drill basically you had to sit down and look at your week so your 168 hours and find out exactly where you spend all of those hours and which is really fun actually it, it was it, it was, was really very insane. enlightening yeah because I found out I spend way too much time doing nothing. Mm -hmm. And it's okay, obviously, to do nothing sometimes. But I was spending about 15 hours a week on electronics or watching TV. Yeah. And just not being, like, that. that's time that I could have been spending with the kids mm -hmm. and playing with the kids. Or I could have been reading or I could have been doing something more productive than sitting around watching mm -hmm. TV. But after doing that, and then I set I set some goals for myself for the next year, next five years, next ten years, um, and when I when I looked at all of those goals, I set ten for each, so ten for one year, ten for five years, ten for ten years, and what I found, the the constant through all of them, so thirty goals, the constant through all of them were those three, the big three I'm calling them now. Mm, okay. I like that. I've been in, <laughs> in this journaling that I've been doing. Mm -hmm. I started back on Christmas Day and kept up with it. Um, now we have to talk about that because we did talk about that. Yeah. yeah. We, a little mm -hmm. bit, yeah. But the big three were um, family is number one. Mm -hmm. Number two is service to others, um, which is basically what I do all day and yeah. for my job anyway. But um, trying to extend that to do about 10 hours a month of... Um, just other service trying to find ways that you don't to get paid for yeah. or anything yeah yeah and there's no there's no kickback you're not looking for anything in right. return you just you're doing things just to do things to be nice right um and then the third thing was experience experience in life to its fullest to to say yes to more things and mm -hmm. and be willing to to step out of the box and and do new things right um so that's those are the, the three things that i wanted to or that that kept coming up family most important service to others and then experience in life mm -hmm. like okay so once i did that then it was a um then i was like okay well if that's really important to you then you need to organize your life that way so i did i started organizing my life that way and i started cutting out um being on the electronics as much i stopped watching soccer as much not watching as much soccer anymore. I feel like it's only like once a week now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> which it would be twice this week because yeah. Champions League. But, um, but it, it's not something that I have to sit down and watch. It's not 
like this yeah. morning I watched a little bit of Arsenal beating United, which is great. But <laughs> and and obviously watching Liverpool when before anybody else was awake. But uh yeah, start start organising my life around that, which has been very liberating ever since. Because I've cut out the bullshit and and start devoting my life to what's really important to me, mm-hmm. what I value. It's fun too because you're you have to be honest with yourself because you have to make up those hours. Those hours have they have to have the hours somewhere in there, you know. There's something you're doing. They have to be accounted for. Yes, yeah. like what? So what are those? Where are those hours going? And so that was you know also being you know being honest with yourself like you know, and that was enlightening. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty absolutely. cool. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool to see. So yes. yeah, I start coming back on hours at work, not and and being more strict with my time, so it's. Uh, basically have blocks and everything that I do mm-hmm. now it's like alright I train from this time to this time I do administrative stuff from this time to this time family time from this time to this time mm-hmm. and then I have all the other sundry bits and pieces that I do as well but mm-hmm. yeah. the journaling cool. we talked about um, in the beginning of January and that was um, every day there was an actual date in the journal and it's a stoic journal and you pretty much fill out, um, you read like a passage and then it asks you like a question and they're typically from, um, what am I trying to say? Um, oh, philosophical yes, questions. Thank you. And so from who? From like from Seneca uh, yes. and Marcus Aurelius and right. people like that. From long time ago. Stoics. <laughs> yes. From Ancient long, Stoics. long time ago. Yeah. And what they were thinking then. Like the and 80s. right. Yes. <laughs> That's what our daughter said to me once. <laughs> But um, they're you know what they were journaling about, which is interesting because it's stuff that, you know, it's the same things that we they talk about now. today. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So it's the same thing, which is really in- interesting. And then you write, um, you answer the question pretty much, and it's nice because it's a morning and evening, and it gives you day by day. But it's you know th- throughout the whole year. So if you miss, it's okay. You can keep going. Just come back the next year and finish it off. So that's kind of my idea of what I've been doing lately because I have not been keeping up with the journaling. <laughs> <laughs> I was so gung ho. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then um, life happened, <laughs> and I would just every so often be able to grab it and open it, and then you know, here and there journal, which is nice because I know I can come back to it. I can, instead of getting all stressed out and be like, I've missed so much. What's the point? It's kind of like, I can restart. I can still do this. I can, there's still like, I can start at a date and I can mm-hmm. keep going and just keep going into the following year. So that's where I'm at with it right now. Whereas Michael is a little bit more diligent and takes the time <laughs> to, he gets up at like four o'clock in the morning and sits at the kitchen table and journals. <laughs> well, it's, it's important for me because it's, it's it's about insight. It's about looking into yourself and figuring out who who you are, like what what it is that you truly value, and and how you can um, just completely let go of the things you mm-hmm. can't control, and then looking at the things that you can control, which essentially are the way you think, not necessarily your thoughts, but the way you think. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you can control the way you think, then your emotions are a little bit more balanced and in check. Uh, and then your actions to follow are mm-hmm. a lot more s- selfless. So it's been huge for me because I've been a selfish bastard my whole life. Mm. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's there was a question. It was the middle of everything, right? Of with Scotty and stuff, my cousin, and it was like, "Is your soul a tyrant, or what was it? A tyrant or a?" Um, 
I don't remember what the question was. was good and evil, yeah. pretty much. And I was like, I don't have time for this question right now. I am dealing with <laughs> I was like, I don't care about my soul. Why do I care about my soul? Why? You know, like, it was just kind of like one of those moments where I'm just like, I don't have time for this book. <laughs> Which, essentially, that's the time that you needed it the most. You needed it the most. I just didn't have the capacity to so think about ironic. my soul at the so moment. Ironic. The question today was, uh, who is my role model and why? Well, that's like, a good one. Ooh, that's a good one. So many. Did you put just... down your mom? Because everybody thinks they have to put down their mom. <laughs> Capital M. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. Like, Jesus, yeah, too, too soon. soon. <laughs> that was an R. Kelly joke. That was um, too soon. You weren't even supposed to say anything. Oops. Too soon. Uh, <laughs> me and my lack of shutting the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't. I, uh, yeah. I've just been thinking about it. I haven't. I've I've had so many people that have had huge influence over, on me over the course of my life that that's. Uh, I think I'm just gonna have to pick characteristics versus people. I don't is, know. That, is that a good answer though? I don't know. It's very politically, <laughs> very politically correct. I have to burp. Um, for that. I don't know. Yeah. I'd, I'd, <laughs> Excuse me. That was, that was like a three hours. It was. Hand for you. <laughs> I had to get it out though. I something rattling in there. Had to rattle in. Yeah, I don't know. That that's a that, that's a toughie. Who's your role model and yeah. why? So that's journaling that yeah. we've been going through. <laughs> Other than that, what else has been happening? Took the RV out for the first time. Yeah. This year. Today. Mm-hmm. Took a little. It was drive. nice. It was really needed. It was needed. Yeah. For sure. She was a little mm-hmm. rusty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, she hasn't been started too often. <laughs> but a um, bit of a rough winter here. That's about it, really, right now. Everything's kind of slowing down, which is nice. Now we got parent-teacher conferences, and you got, you know... Not necessarily slowing down. That's... that's right. Let's well, see I mean, what, like, what you've picked up here. Drama-wise. T- yeah. <laughs> drama-wise, everything is kind of chill. And that's... Yeah, so that's something that I'm learning as well. Like, it, it doesn't necessarily... It's only drama if you make a drama. I mean, somebody dying, though, is, is dramatic. It's... Yeah, but it's also... Part of life. life, right? Yes. And it's... But they're not so, always blown up, though, either. No. <laughs> so... <laughs> but for me, it's just... It's thinking about... We can be miserable in those moments. We can choose to be miserable. Or we can choose to see it as... I didn't say I was miserable. No, I'm I not just saying said it was that. drama. I'm not saying that. Okay. I'm just saying that in general. <laughs> like, all of these... All of these life happenings. That, mm-hmm. Like, this shit's gonna happen. Yes. And it's not the last time it's gonna happen. There's gonna be right. more issues like this. Mm-hmm. Um... And they're not, they're not problems, they're just life issues, they're just life situations that we deal with, or we accept it, one or the other. The I other mean, day. but you have to be real, though, January was a bit rough. Oh, yeah. It was... It was a challenge, I'm not going to say it was, wasn't a challenge. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean that we have to wallow in it, and it doesn't mean we have to just... No, I'm just saying everything has kind of just been a bit less dramatic. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. But it doesn't have to be, mm-hmm. either way. We can keep it nice agree and to disagree. straight down the middle. Let's agree to disagree. We won't. <laughs> a Ron Burgundy quote. You have to like that one. With all due respect. <laughs> Different movie, same Well, agree to disagree. Yeah. So, um, yeah. It's been a little bit slower in that aspect. Of course, normal kind of, you know. <laughs> Everyday stuff that everybody deals with. And not... Kids and yeah. all that. Yes, absolutely. But the, talk about job opportunities and 
Oh yeah, well, I mean, and that's always hard. Which I kind of feel like it was we are gonna kind of leave for the next segment, which was I'm realizing more and more my my own personality, which is interesting because it's changed so much. Whereas when I was Every a teenager, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> when I was a teenager, I had no filter. You know, like I just said what I wanted to say, and I just did what I wanted to do. I was a very social butterfly. Like wanted to like be with my friends all the time. Didn't care about academics. Wanted to dance. And that was, that was all I wanted to do was just be where my friends were and why I look back and think of like, why was I that way and kind of learning myself and what I've done in the past and how I've gotten to this point. And because I'm so self-aware now, I'm realizing that I have these really big highs and lows um, that I go through and it's um, not like a manic depressive, but it is like a manic depressive. It's just not manic to the point where I have no idea what I'm losing, like I'm losing control and it's not depressive to the point where I'm like, um, curled up on a ball. On the yes. Couch, eating yes. Ice cream. Yes. I mean, it's close though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty close though. <laughs> Don't think about this is the ice cream. Exactly. Yes. So it's, um, but still being aware, being self-aware of what's happening and, um, trying to figure out if it's, you know, chemical or if it's just, uh, personality. I don't know. But that was kind of what was going to be for, like, next segment. And that cool. was going to be um, job opportunities where, like, you know, gets me in the high. And, like, I'm, you know, really excited. And I'm, like, ready to go to PTO meetings. And I'm volunteering for things and all that. And then all of a sudden, everything kind of, like, crashes down. And then it's, like, I'm on the couch and I can't move. And I <laughs> don't want to do anything. And I, like, cancel everything. And I feel sick. And it's just awful. And then I'm, you know, I'm like, why did I do that? Talk about dramatic. <laughs> Jesus, I can't keep up. I can't keep up. And then the job opportunities being conflicting with my ideas of wanting to do you know, the RV full time. Conformist. Saying, That's bullshit. That's bullshit, man. Come on, man. Why? Why? But yeah, it's because of the fact that we need to make money. And he even said to me, I go, so I got a job. Like somebody sent me a job application for a position. Um, you know, at this place and it's a really great opportunity for me to kind of go. And I was like, Orla's going to be in kindergarten next year and, you know, I can get health care and I can get money. And Michael <laughs> looks at me and goes, so like, we'll actually have money. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, we will actually. No, we won't. You'll find another way to spend it. Absolutely. Uh-huh. But yeah. It's there for. So it's, um, it's all those things too, conflicting things with that. So we'll touch on that next time. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. And I think that. it'll be good because it's not just about my highs and lows of my, what I'm going through. I think it's, I think it has to do with a lot of moms. I think a lot of moms feel these things and I'm, I know that I'm not alone and I feel like that's, um, something I want to talk about and I would love other people to know that I'm going through these things and I'm sure some other, other people are too. And um, if it can help me and it can help them, mm-hmm. you know, and it'd be nice to know. And maybe somebody will hear this and be like, oh, yeah, she's got this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they might give me a you diagnosis. Exactly <laughs> I'd be yeah. like, oh, okay, cool. Son of a... Thanks. <laughs> There's a pill <laughs> for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no medication, though. Sorry. I'm just going to have to deal. <laughs> I'll take the medication. <laughs> Drug Michael instead. So, yeah, that'll be the next one. So we just wanted to say hi. We're here. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for. Yeah, we're back. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. we'll probably we'll probably try to knock a few out 
in a row these next few weeks, and then we'll taper off a little bit and get back to a couple of times. You have such high month. standards. I wish you would lower them. I really would. <laughs> Are you talking about doing this every week again? Just for like a, a month. <laughs> okay. I had a goal of, okay. <laughs> of doing 26 this year. <laughs> We're behind. We got to get caught up. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so we may or may not see you next week. <laughs> that Maybe that's something we should talk about as well at some point. <laughs> yeah. Standards. Uh, Michael likes self like, Yeah, Michael has very high standards and he likes to hold everyone else to those standards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's all just a reflection of me. So deep, man. Mm -hmm. So deep. <laughs> Dude. That was deep as a puddle. Right. 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 Come on. <laughs> <laughs> wrap, wrap it up there, Mrs. Thanks again for always coming and hanging out with us. And good old Becky VRB. Mm -hmm. She loves it when we're inside of her. So. <laughs> Filthy. It says explicit on the podcast, so yeah. just be ready. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks again. We'll see you in a week, maybe two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next year. We'll see you another time. Good luck. <laughs> Peace, love. Peace and love. Bye.